Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Star Trek Picard, Episode 10, At in Arcadia Ego, Part 2. Yay, the final episode, people! This season, in total, was simply awesome. I really can't recommend it highly enough. Again, as I have put in caveats before, there is one episode you would want to skip definitely with kiddies. I wouldn't even watch it with somebody under 18, to be quite honest. I just, I don't like violence, that kind of thing. So, you know, that's my opinion on that. But anyway, this season was simply awesome overall. I really liked the characters. The acting was excellent. Um, I'm not really a big fan of North American um series are movies so the fact that I'm giving this ep- this series a 10 is really really rare for me overall um this season this episode in this season is the climactic episode the final piece as it were where the synths are trying to destroy the earth by create or actually destroy all forms of human life by creating a beacon that will bring forth the androids from the past to destroy everything in this huge, um, basically, fire and brimstone and basically think war of the worlds. Okay, there you go. So anyway, not a very good positive thing going on, but they managed to stop it in time. Um, The android Soji decides at the final moment to actually do the right thing. I mean, you know, there you go. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, even if they've screwed up a lot, the fact that people actually decide to do the right thing, or in this case, an android or synthetic life form would decide to do the right thing, even when, you know, we're at the very brink of the issue where it's like, this is either going to turn into ashes or become a phoenix. I mean, you know, and that is the point that is so cool in dramas, in my opinion, that that little spark that you're not sure if it's going to ignite or just be completely extinguished. Because it's the possibility of hope, and you—it's know, kind of like in if you're if you're at all familiar with um, Greek myth, when they open that box and all the terrible things come out, and you're sitting there going, "Oh my word! Why did they open the box they weren't supposed to open?" At the end of the day, there's this very tiny creature still left in the box, and that's hope, and that's what saves the day. And I'm going, you know, at the end of the day. Even when everything looks absolutely disastrous, like in this episode, and you're going, there is no way you could win on this run, especially if you're not able to convince the sense. And let's face it, they're kind of teenagers with an attitude, and they got a good reason for that attitude, which, you know, I'm just saying, that's the one thing I've always liked about teens. I'm going, you know, they might not always be behaving right, but you should always make sure that you at least consider the logic. Because a lot of times, I'm going, if you just sit down and have a cuppa, it would avoid a lot of issues instead of just barking and nagging and yelling. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's the din mom in me. But I digress. But the fact that they are able to stop this um, disaster, then um, Picard does end up dying as he's trying to start stop things. He gets it stopped fast enough that he's able to convince Soji to stop the beacon. And then... Um, When that occurs, Picard actually dies. But the thing I think is good about this is, I mean, I'm not sure he did what he was supposed to do. He finished pretty strong. I mean, he's in his 90s at this point in time in the show, in the timeline. 
Um, so, you know, that's a pretty long life for a human. I mean, I know at that point in time they had evolved to the point when, you know, and I'm going to live to be 130 because I got way too many dramas to watch. So, and review. So this is going to be a long series of, um, podcasts that we will have many, many years of. But I'm just saying the point of fact is he did what he was supposed to do. He had a pretty good life and, um, he kind of made up for the fact that he was feeling like he'd screwed up some of the past because he didn't deal with the synthetic issue the way he probably should should have. Although if he had it to do over again, I do get his point. I mean, he shouldn't have given the ultimatum because that took him out of the game. So he couldn't really save the Romulans. He couldn't really save the synths. He was just out. I mean, you know, so those cards weren't played in the past 13 years before, but when he gets the chance to redo things, he does stop the synthetics. Um, when he passes away, he's surrounded by people he'd known for many years as or either as his crew and then also the synthetic that he's just made friends with who is basically Data's daughter because she has the components of Data in her that were his basically kind of his memory bank as a way. So anyway, so he passes away, but then they are able to preserve his mind, which I think is pretty cool. And um, they give him a new synthetic body. And so he's not able to live forever because they made it so that they knew he wouldn't want to live forever. So they made it so that he will live an average lifespan of a human in his synthetic body with the mind that he had and the memory banks that he had. So basically you get a new Picard who is a synthetic, and there's a huge discussion here on, is he really Picard because he's synthetic? I'm going, you are what you are because of your memories, kind of. So when it comes down to the brass tacks of things, I'm going, he has the same memory bank. He has the same, basically, moral compass because he has the same logistics as he's always had because he has his mind. So, I mean, it's not like he's a different person. He's just in a new shell, basically. So kind of a neat idea there. Um, I know that there's a lot of people who are trying to actually do this in real life, and I'm going, you know, that could work, that could not work, and, um, you know, the whole the whole thing is kind of a bit iffy, especially in today's day and age, with very limited, in my opinion, um, technology for that kind of thing. So we've not quite figured out how to figure, you know, site-to-site transport we haven't figured out, let alone brain-to-synthetic um, life-form transport. So anyway, it's a neat idea. I really like how they explored that concept. Just think it's a long way out there. But um, that is my review of episode 10, At an Arcadia Ego, part 2. I also like at the end of this episode, they go out on exploratory missions to go do other stuff. And also that kind of um, 7 of 9, it's like she kind of has a bit of a home and group again to be with. Um, I always really like 7 of 9 from Star Trek Voyager. Um, she was a very dependable, solid character. Um, the one thing that I felt bad about with her is she's kind of restricted in her ability to express emotions, and that would make life really hard for her, even more than a normal human being that has trouble um, with emotion. Also, the fact that I think she must have lost Chakotay, which I'm not sure which. Chakotay was a pretty cool dude. He had a really bad taste in women usually, but with Seven, he finally hit a home one, and you were going... Yay, Chakotay finally made a good decision when it came to women. So, you know, and that must have kind of bombed out for her because she was by herself. And um, she really didn't have Icheb anymore because he had died brutally by the hands of a woman who was her friend at one point. Not not friend, but pretended to be. So anyway, I'm really glad at the end of this episode that Seven of Nine kind of had a, a group to be with again and kind of a camaraderie there. 
and that Picard also did, as well as the um, crazy woman who, um, I don't know, I forgot her name, but she's just kind of weird. I do feel bad for her because she's not really good at handling her life. I think she and Seven become friends in this episode, and it kind of fits because neither one of them are really good at handling it. Now, Seven, if she was in a foxhole, could handle herself way better than the other woman. I'm not trying to be bad. I'm going, Seven may have a breakdown, but she will have a breakdown by herself when she is done taking care of business. And that is something I really admire in Seven. I mean, you know, it might not always be good for her. She might have terrible problems with, like, her life in the past as a Borg. Her problem figuring out, is she still part Borg? Is she still part human? What really is she? And you're going... She's kind of both, and at the end of the day, that makes her who she is, and if she wasn't the part Borg, she wouldn't have her analytical self that would be able to propel her forward in spite of great difficulty. So, you know, even though that's a really hard part of her life, it has helped make her who she is, and the part of her that she's kept that's that, I think, has made her a better person, or a better person android, whatever you want to call it. So, anyway... And um, that's kind of why I like Seven. I'm really glad they brought her back in this. And I'm also kind of glad in a way they brought her back. And then, you know, everyone thinks that, you know, everything works out fine. And sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, admitting that is okay. Because, you know, with Seven of Nine, I'm going, her life would have been difficult. Even if everything had worked out with Dakota, even if she got on to, you know, have a nice little house and family like um, Troy and her husband did. It still would have been difficult, and I'm going, I really don't think that would have really worked well for Seven, because I'm going, Seven had trouble just functioning, and her doing the ranger thing, it was, it was difficult, it was hard, she lost the one kid she really cared about, she probably lost Chakotay too, or she wouldn't even be in a ranger, so I mean, it wasn't easy, but I think she did, as Bellana Taurus in Star Trek Voyager said, the difficult but necessary thing. And at the end of the day, I think that's really admirable. So with that, I think this whole series can kind of be summed up in it was difficult but necessary. And at the end of the day, it did work out. So, you know, it's like the Irish proverb. If it's not okay, it's not the end. And with that, Anna out. Check it at the round table. Bye!